0: Hi, friends, I'm Erin from Wayland Farms and Erin Wayland Online, and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey. From an urban farm in Washington state to 100 plus acres in Tennessee, this is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we are building our homestead from the ground up. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. I'm glad to be here today and I really want to talk about embracing the home-centered mindset um, around this time of year. I love home. Um, I'm actually right now in the stages of writing a book about home and home-centered holidays and all those things. Um, I'd be super savvy if I put some like waitlist information here as so you guys sign up to get access to that book when it comes out, but I'm not even that far yet. I'm hoping I'm plugging along yet. I want to release it fairly soon, like within the next few weeks, but I am, um, I'm not quite sure I can do that yet. So I'm not going to even put a waitlist out there until I am for sure that I can have it out in time. I've been really dedicated to working on it, and I love how it's turning out, um, but I don't want to count my chickens before they are hatched. So, um, but I love home. I love talking about home. I love being home. One of the reasons that I homeschool my children is because I like to not have to get up in the morning and rush them out of the door, and I have, you know... To each their own on that, I don't hold anything towards anyone who chooses to school their children in a specific way. That's all up to the parent. I feel like that should be completely personalized to your situation and what you feel works best for your family. But for our family, I do not like the rush of the mornings and getting up early and getting them to the bus and then homework in the evenings. I don't like my evenings to be filled with to do's of the kids or running around. And there are seasons for different things. Like we had baseball this spring and we were out of the house every other day for these kids baseball practices in Owana. And there's definitely seasons where you are not home as much as others. And that is completely understandable. And to be expected, having children who do extracurricular activities, or involved in sports or you're trying to grow in a certain area where you have to take them to someone who has experience in that and kind of give your children to that person for an allotted amount of time so that they can help your child with that specific thing. Um, For me, the holidays is one of those times where I – intentionally put a stop to most activities outside of the home. And obviously there are certain different things that you have to do school related if you are doing school like plays or parties or specific things. But I intentionally kind of closed down starting mid-October like even right now I was looking at my calendar versus the months and summertime In summertime we were jam-packed we were going places we were doing things but this is the time of year where I just say okay you know what it is important for me to create a specific home life that I want my children to have to foster in them to create and this coziness that doesn't doesn't align with leaving a lot and doing other things. And so um, I'm all about parties and seeing other families and mingling, I'm not saying like I shut myself in the house for three months and we don't go anywhere. I'm just saying we intentionally have a time throughout the next few months where we carve out traditions that we do in our family and in our home to just really foster a quietness, a slowness, and an appreciation for the season that we're going in. I love the holidays. I love this season, but I will truly say that I'm really trying to embrace that it's each season I am currently in is my favorite season. (laughs) Um, And so you might hear me say all the time, like, this is my favorite and this is my favorite because that's I'm intentionally working to make each each month, each activity, each holiday, my favorite holiday, my favorite time of the year so that I can just Put impress into my family and into myself. Talk myself into being excited about what is happening and what is to come. Um, Because I feel like we should be living in joy and anticipation and creativity and not rush and stress. And this is next and this is next and we have this list that we have to execute. Now, obviously, we cannot take the stress out of everything, and there will be stressful times, just as I mentioned before. There are seasons for everything, but this is the season that I'm really like, I want to foster creativity inside my home. I want to be able to get the kids crafts and fun things for them to do now. and so we'll kind of go all into that. I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, just the importance. I just want to maybe, maybe for all of those of you who are busy or some of you who have thought maybe I would like to slow down or maybe I would like to do less this is supposed to be an encouragement to you to take it as works best for your family to personalize it for you but to give you grace and give you the opportunity um the permission maybe to say it's okay to say no to specific things this time of year to foster a sense of peace within your home so that you are not stressed and anxiety filled because we don't mean there's there's people and you, you see it. Like they either love the holidays or they hate them. And I truthfully believe it is because of what was embedded in them from their childhood on going visiting family members or fights or specific things that happened that just made it a bad experience to where they resent this time of year. And I don't want this to be resentful. I generally want it to be one of my kids' favorite times of the year. Oh my goodness, it's the holidays. Honestly, like <laughs> the further I go in life, The less I really enjoy the Halloween. I love fall. And I'm I still I'm a Halloween person. We will decorate for it and everything. But as the time has gone by, it's just not something that I'm super excited about anymore. I find less and less every year I'm excited about that and I'm more just excited about fall, embracing fall and decorating for that and then moving directly on into Christmas. Um, I wasn't huge into Halloween for until my kids got older to where they were super excited about it. Um, and then we kind of did that for a few years and now I just come kind of, I'm ready to go to the next phase of just back to enjoying mostly fall centered stuff again. I'm not saying that I don't enjoy a nice spider decoration or something, but it's just, it's not my jam as much as the anticipation for Christmas. And so I found this year that I just, the kids Wanted to decorate and so i pulled out the boxes and i said here you go for it you decorate and i helped them as needed but i didn't really throw a bunch of decorations together. I bought some pumpkins and placed them strategically around, but my heart and my and excitement is for after Halloween is over and just slowly traditioning to Christmas decor. <laughs> I think that that used to be frowned upon, but the last few years, a lot more people have been like, you know what, let's throw up that Christmas decor and let's, let's be able to enjoy and embrace it longer. And maybe even Put it up slower so we're not feeling like we're doing it all in one week and we're just taking the pieces and parts that we want first and laying it out and then doing it at our own pace um and so yeah so i guess let's just talk about i feel like i've already gotten into it but let's dig deeper so um, embracing the home centered mindset i honestly feel that emotionally we are supposed to be home <laughs> um home more than i think society tells us that we should be and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that I think that it is beautiful as a family to be together just ourselves and work on our relationships with each other me with my husband my kids with my husband me with my kids and my husband playing games taking walks, spending time together. And obviously it doesn't always have to be inside the home. You can designate times where you do other things, but I just feel like there's something special about being within the four walls of your house where you're safe. There's not added stressors of driving somewhere or participating in in an event or spending money to go to something, but really creating an environment inside of your home that is just as beautiful or more so than going out and doing an activity together. There's a place for everything. Again, none of this is a diss on any specific thing. I'm just centering on what I feel like home is so very special. There's just a peacefulness inside of the house that you cannot get, especially in the holiday season when there's a lot of shopping and a lot of running around and maybe you have snow or bad weather and so it's more stressful to go out. If I can Amazon something and get it to my house and we can do a craft here or do a project here, so more, you know, since the early 2020, there's just so much accessible to do at home. You can rent a movie that you can see in the theaters at home and make your own front living room cozy theater and i just find something so special and intimate about that being able to do that with your family um also i think sometimes we feel guilty when we choose to be home and bored and i don't mean bored as in like we're bored but like home as in i'm choosing not to do this activity because i would rather be at home in stillness and allow my creativity to decide what I want to do, whether it be reading a book, whether it be taking a nap, whether it be playing with a new recipe, whether it be sending your kids and saying, go an hour, go play, go find something to do, Lego, something else. Choosing the ability to do nothing or something over an activity. I think sometimes we do feel guilty for that because we're like, well, we're going to go home and what are we going to do? We might as well go over and participate in this or participate in that. But when we are so busy and our lives are so noisy, we don't really have the, we, we can't be as creative as I feel like we're intended to be. We need that quiet. We need that reprieve, that that coming in of being home, sometimes to allow our minds to just go. I love um, to listen to podcasts and to listen to audiobooks. but if I do that too much, I really, after a few days or a few weeks of just like continuously feeling like I always have something in my ear, I become irritated. It's, I become grumpy, it's weird. I just, I become a more agitated person but like I'm into this story. Or I'm into this podcast. And so I continue to listen to it. Whereas if I just have to tell, be disciplined and tell myself, no, Aaron, you get no podcast today. Today is a day of quiet and a day of just blocking out the noise. It's uncomfortable at the beginning. But towards the end of the day, my mind has been going and, and I've been looking at things and I've been um, solving problems in my head. And and it's just it's really beautiful what you can accomplish in the quiet in making your world smaller so that you can think bigger. I love the phrase that's been coined um, that you're an introverted extrovert. Like you have moments where you are just, you can go out there and you can be that person. You are you can socialize and you're great with how, like starting conversations and keeping things going. But man, like you do that for a few hours and you're done for a week or two and you just come back in and recenter yourself before you can go back out again. And I don't think there's anything wrong with needing that reprieve. And so some of the fun things I really like to do this time of year is we so we tend to do when we homeschool we homeschool throughout the summer too so we'll take off specific weeks or we'll be more lax about maybe not doing school on Mondays and Fridays but we'll do it the rest of the days of the week Tuesday Wednesday Thursday um, and we do that specifically so that come holidays we can take longer extended breaks from school and when I say extended breaks I don't mean like we're not doing school I mean we're quitting regular school to dig into more of let's learn the history of Thanksgiving or let's work on a project or craft centered around apples and baking and let's go into the history of apples like it gives us a time to be more creative in this time of year and really dig into why we celebrate what we do, the traditions around it, and why they are important. Um, And so it's really fun because the kids get to color, they get to paint, we're researching stuff, we're watching some YouTube videos on different activities, we're watching movies that are relevant to it. And so it's not so much school as in a fun learning time that really brings home the reason that we celebrate and my kids, they, it's so fun. They know a lot of different facts about this time of year just because we dig into it and we find joy in pulling apart these holidays and really immersing ourselves into them. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a really good time for all of us. And we love to bake. We love to cook in this house. We love to craft and decorate. And so we just really take this time and we do fun things. Because the nights are longer now and we have less daylight, this is generally the time where I go, what do I want to learn? Like usually I'm outside gardening or I'm weeding or we're doing some sort of activity out there. But this weather, you know, you just have less daylight and so you are inside more. And um, how do we make that cozy? How do we make it so it's not like, oh my gosh, it's winter time and now the dog's barking so I'm sorry. Um, hold on. <laughs> sorry, how do we make this a joy to be inside? And i really found that to make it cozy and, and give everyone that excited, we're home, let's do something, let's create, we have to set the mood. <laughs> and so I feel like us as moms, not only do we have to set the mood by our attitudes because our attitudes bleed off into the rest of the family. So if we are having, I mean, we all know it. If mom has a bad day, like everybody else's day becomes bad very quickly, it seems like. And so generally what I like to do is just kind of get myself, what what does it take to make me happy in the evenings to be inside when it's cold and dark outside? And my thing is we have a fire. I love a good fireplace. Um, our old house was the um, gas ones you turn on. Um, a fireplace just creates this ambience. You can get those plug-in ones that go into the wall. I know that's more of an expense, but honestly, having fire and light is just so beautiful and honestly, it's a mood changer. And so I also, the other day, um, I just found at night, it was dark and when you had on the lights, up above, like just the traditional lights in your ceiling, it's very harsh lighting. And so I went to an antique store and I just bought up, cause lamps are expensive folks. And I'm telling you, the ones at the store I was not in love with and I wasn't gonna pay $70 for a lamp that I hated. <laughs> so um, I went to the, the thrift store and I bought like five different lamps. And I have this cute little one in the window and it's so adorable and I love to turn it on. And I just go through and I turn on all these lamps in the house once it starts getting dusk out. And it just feels so cozy and we'll have the fire going and you can hear it crackling. And we have um, a little, an old teapot that was my grandma's and we fill it with water and it sits on top so the air doesn't get dry. And it's just like all these little things. I always have cookies or I have something sitting in the kitchen so someone can grab something. We always have the um, coffee maker filled with water. So someone wants to do water for tea or cocoa that's available to them. And so I create this Um, this just cozy vibe, I have throws and pillows all over the place. Um, and so it's just kind of like welcoming, like here, this is warm. This is safe. This is beautiful. Let's do something here. Um, and so we do family movies. I know some people don't like TV. I don't love TV. I don't love a lot of TV. TV, but there are definitely shows this time of year that I'm like, let's just pop some popcorn and let's all watch the show together. Or let's go do this craft together. I'll ask the kids, you know, have you seen something or is there something that you have kind of wanted to do, but it's been too busy in the summertime. Maybe you want to learn something new. Um, I really want to learn, I think it's cross stitch. Is that what it's called? Where I've seen so many reels on Instagram and it gets me all excited and I have some in my Amazon cart, but I'm also afraid. But you know, we sit in front of the TV, my husband likes to watch like a football game or something and I'm not super into football, but I don't mind it being on. Um, And so I'm like, well, what can I do with my hands that keeps me busy, but I'm still participating and I'm part of the family and I'm hanging out and I was like, cross-stitch is beautiful and there's so many tutorials and different things. And so I was like, I would like to do that. So I have that in in my cart. Evelyn is my crafter, so we go through and I'm like, you know, do you want? She wanted more popsicle sticks the other day. She wanted to make something with those, and so I kind of go through this time of the year. I did it a couple of weeks ago where I cleaned out our craft closet. I I took away and donated the stuff that they kind of grown out of some color books and things that were just cluttered. They just didn't really want them anymore and brought to the forefront um, the things that I thought were more relevant to their age. And then also asked them, you know, is there anything you want me to put in your Amazon, in the Amazon cart for you or something that you want to purchase at the store that when we're doing things in the evening that you can just have that and do that. And so we have downstairs, what I guess most people would consider a playroom. We call it the homeschool room. It's where we do our homeschool, and it's also where we have the kids' craft closet, which has paints and stickers and art and paper and all the things, and they can open up that closet, and they know everything in that closet they can go to whenever they want and grab out of there and play with. Um, and so they'll just, I mean, especially Evelyn, she'll be down there for hours. She's got glitter everywhere. She's got pieces of paper all over the floor, and there's scissors, and there's, it's just, you can tell she is having the best time. And so I want to create a spot where they enjoy being home and they feel like they have things to do um, with their hands. Because a lot of times too, you do something with your hands and your mind starts working. And so um, and so we just have a really good time doing all of the fun things. And we kind of look to this time of year, like I will see things throughout the summer. Man, I really like to do that. This looks very interesting. I would like to learn more about it or books that I wanna read. But in the summertime, I'm just busy. And when I hit the sheets at night, I am exhausted. I have been gardening for three or four hours. I have been doing something and I am tired. But I'm putting all these books in my cart or I'm purchasing the books and I'm setting them on my shelf and I go in fall, come October, this is what I get to do. I get to look forward to the quieter times where I can study and do these things that I just did not have time for in the summertime. And so we foster a home and our school around the fact that we do those on these times so that we can have this time off. So we usually take off about a week um, at Thanksgiving time from traditional school. And then come December, we'll do the core subjects like math, history, writing, things like that. But come the week before Christmas up through New Year's Day, we're not doing traditional school, we are playing in the kitchen, we're making things for friends. We're um, I love to do a lot of DIY gifts and things like that. So we're creating things as a family together. Um, we're sewing, We're Evelyn loves to sew. And I I want to dig into that more. And so that was on my list of things too. Like I would love to make myself maybe some flannel pajamas or something, I don't know, or something for Evelyn or a dress or some curtains. I am 100% becoming an old lady in the fact that I told Travis the other day I wanted a Christmas bedspread. I was like, would it be weird if I bought a bedspread that was Christmas themed and just brought it out a Christmas and put it on our bed? And he was like, I love that. I think that's amazing. And and I know people who change out their curtains. And it's just if that brings you joy, do it. If that seems like a burden to you and it's too much and that's not your vibe. Do not feel like you have to because other people are doing it. This is a time of year to lean into what brings you joy inside your home and not what looks good on an Instagram reel or what you think your friends want to see or to be keeping up with the Joneses. If you like to cook, cook. If you like to read, read. If you like to do something else, do something else. I have one of my really good friends. She does puzzles and she loves to do puzzles and she'll get her morning coffee and she'll do puzzles or she'll do puzzles in the evenings and she sends pictures when her puzzle's done and I love it. There's so many cool puzzles out there. So it's really, this is such an exciting time because you get to spend time with yourself doing things you love um, that you just don't get access to the rest of the year. So get excited about that. Create new rituals, create new holiday, holiday traditions. If you have holiday traditions, I am all about it. But I know some people who maybe their family, it wasn't as important to them. And so there wasn't a ton of things that were traditional that was passed down to them. So my friend, make your own. Like decide to do Christmas cookies on a certain day. Decide that you want to do something with your kids or a cocoa party or getting in the car and going seeing Christmas lights. Like what is important to you that would bring you and your family joy that you could do together, whether it be something that people would consider Christmassy or maybe not. Maybe it's just something that you have all enjoyed together that you can do together around Christmas time. That's not even Christmas related, but brings you joy. Do that thing um, and just lean into it. So honestly, probably less social media this time of year is best because again that allows you to block out the noise of what other people are doing. Sometimes I can sometimes I'm really good at looking at things and compartmentalizing them and just being like I don't feel Um, swayed one way or the other, it's cooler doing that. And there's other times where I feel very affected about what I see on Instagram or what I see online. And I'm like, man, this is affecting me in a way that's unhealthy and I need to step back from it. And again, there's an ebb and a flow and there's sometimes where it's going to affect you and sometimes where it's not. And you know how to read you and step away from that if that's something that you need to step away from and look into your family more and just block out the noise. And another thing with that is you know, unplug and be present. Uh, th- we love to watch some TV in the winter time. We have specific movies or shows that we watch, but there is a lot of time that you should do that. And then there's probably a time where you need to turn it off, and you need to make sure that you're associating with your family and doing things outside of screen time. Screen time comes in many forms. It comes in the form of a TV, it comes in the form of a computer and checking your email and getting sucked into other things. It obviously is in the form of your phone that holds in your hand and you can easily access it. There's been so many times where I'm like, I need to message this person back on Instagram and I go into Instagram and I'm scrolling and 20 minutes later I forgot why it was there and I got out of it only to walk away and realize I didn't message the friend that I was going to message when I went to open the app. So just obviously checking in with yourself, with yourself, being intentional, and knowing that there's a time and a place for your phone and for all those things, but also there's a time and a place to put them down. I'm sorry if you notice my audio just changed. I just caught the fact that my um, audio was not working out of my microphone. It was working from my computer. <laughs> and so then, whoops, and so now it's back to how it should be. So I apologize about that if you're, um, you feel like something's different because it is. You know, and part of me too <laughs> struggles because I'll be on my phone and then I'll be doing these things and my husband will come home and he's on his phone and I get so irritated that he's on his phone. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I should probably be off mine if I want him to be off his. And I need to show to my family the importance of not always being on the phone or not always having my earbud in and being present in the moment because we're, we're just living in such a different time now from when we were little. <laughs> you know, my son the other day, he asked me, he's like, did you have a computer when you were little? Did, when did when were cell phones invented? And talk about making me feel so dang old. And I just I remember saying weird things like that, obviously different but to my parents. And they would laugh and felt the same thing. It was just a full circle moment to explain to him. Well, no, you know, when I was born, we didn't have cell phones. And no, we we didn't have the computer and we didn't have Internet. <laughs> and uh it's just a trip but we're in such a different time when we're raising our like this is this is unprecedented we didn't grow up with this much much technology and so it's hard we're the first generation as parents that really have to navigate it with our kids and in a in, in a healthy way um and and it's so new to us and how We're just some huge, big social experiment, right? Like even us, there's addiction issues that we are experiencing with the internet. They make it to be, these algorithms are made to be addicting. And so not only is it playing with our brains, but we're trying to teach our kids. It's just, it's this whole complex topic. All I can say with that is just, I think less is more in the technology realm and a handheld book is better than one on a Kindle and no one can ever tell me any different. Again, I know everyone is different, but for us, we have – it's called a gab phone for Tyron, G-A-B-B. Um, and we got it for him because being how as rural as we are, we wanted him to be able to make contact with us. Like if we're on the back of the property and he needs to call us or something. And we do have walkie-talkies, but I just – we really felt – it was important for him to have a phone to call nine one one or to call grandma and grandpa if he can't reach mom or dad or something's happening, and so we wanted him to have access to that, but we did not want him to have access to the internet. I don't know when I will feel comfortable giving that to my chi- my children. Um, I don't think until they're driving. If later, I think I actually might make them buy their first like full on. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go because I want I guess I want to teach them how. I don't know. All I know is for multiple years ahead of Tyron, he is 10. He will not have access to the Internet on his phone. He will have a Gab phone where it's just he can send pictures back and forth to his cousin. They can chat. There is some like like uh, audio options for music and stuff for him. But there is no there's no Internet access. You can't download apps onto it. It's very very basic, and I find a lot of comfort in that. I want them to foster a love of real life and not um, the crap that you can find in social media. It is a beautiful place, and I love I love social media and I love Pinterest and There's so many things I love. It is also very dangerous and with us having such an issue of it, I can only imagine a child who doesn't have the capacity and ability to tell themselves no and to be as self-disciplined as an adult, what that does to them. So I just, I don't wanna deal with it and I don't think he needs it. So we just, we don't do that. He he obviously does have access if he wants to look something up online, things like that. I will do that with him and I will be there with him when he um, accesses that, but. Um, And every parent obviously navigates this differently. I got off on a tangent. (laughs) All I was saying is less social media this time of year, more crafts and doing things with your hand and just being present. And so honestly, I feel like that's it. I don't want to, you know, say week one do this and week two do this and make sure that you make pie and make sure that you make fudge and make sure that you decorate your tree a certain way or that you put the, like the holidays should be what works best for your family and how best you find peace and joy in this time of year and again like we are christians we celebrate thanksgiving and we celebrate christmas as the birth of our lord and savior and so we do a lot around that it's jesus's birthday like yes we do traditional christmas where we give gifts and all that kind of stuff but we also really lean into the fact that this is our savior's birthday and we celebrate it because of that and there's purpose behind this holiday and there's a purpose behind thanksgiving and and the history of everything and so we i want i love history and i want to instill that into my kids so that they have an appreciation um for that and for tradition. Because I feel like when you learn history, you understand tradition more and why it's important. Um, And then just make sure that you carve out time for you and your family to relax. If you want to sleep in more this time of year, then use it as a time to catch up on that. You know, there is no right and wrong way to do the holiday season. I just feel like it should be a time of joy and blessing and relaxation. So when you hit January 1st, 20, whatever you're listening, whatever year you're listening to this at, that you are psyched, you are excited, you are pumped, you feel refreshed, you have had a beautiful few months curating an amazing experience with your family and you are ready to go forth this next year and just conquer and enjoy it. And that is how I think, you know, so many of us go into January of the next year and we're just we are burnt man our our budget is gone we are poor we are burnt we are tired <laughs> and i i think we can flip the script on that and it it might take a few years we might have to try to find our groove but i definitely think that it's possible to enjoy every season and to be to to be to feel more bonded as it ends to feel like you had this time with your family that was extremely special um so that's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening, and make sure to you're following along on Erin Underscore Wayland Underscore Online on Instagram. I am there daily in stories. Right now, I'm starting to already share some Christmas ideas, decor, gifts, books. I am the queen of sharing books because I love them all. I buy books because I cannot ever get them back to the library in time, and I'm pretty much blacklisted at every library. So. <laughs> Not really, but I should be. I wouldn't blame them if I was. Um, And so I love all those kind of things. And so I'm sharing all those right now. Um, You can also make sure to find me on my website. All of this is down in the show notes. I am sharing recipes that I love this time of year, seasonal recipes, all the things, guys, all the things. And if you have any questions or you wanna reach out to me, Instagram Messenger is the best place to do that. I check that most often. And I will see you guys back here next week.